This is a podcast from Rover. Uh, good morning. If you've just joined us, the Saturday edition of Rex, a, som- a sombre, uh, tough old week it has been, and it's only the beginning of a long and winding road till we get back on our feet to all our, our, our fabulous farming and rural and semi-rural urban community, so many affected by... Uh, Cyclone Gabriel, and we'll continue to talk about that over the course of the morning. Right now, we're actually going to be joined. Uh, we'll go to the uh, uh, for farmers in the Wairarapa. There's a new integrated farm planning workshop uh, coming up. But we're going to talk to uh, Baker Ag Sheep and Beef Consultant uh, Rachel Joblin first up. And Rachel joins us now. Good morning, Rachel. How you're part of the country? I mean, I know you're quite close to Bex there. How are things? How did you fare? Good morning. Yeah, we got a huge amount of rain, over 250 mils in a really short window. We were one of the lucky ones as far as damage on farm without too much to clean up. Uh, it was quite isolated. People around us got hit far more than, than we did. Yeah. Uh, Rachel, where does this sit in your living memory, uh, what has happened in these last few days? We moved to the Pongaroa district in June 2004, so that was after the big um, events uh, that did a lot of damage. And when we moved in, there was still roads closed from February. Wow. Uh, And we didn't see a lot of the damage, you know, a lot of the slips and scars had held over by the time we were here. Um, So this is our first experience of such a significant event out here. Mm. Okay, well, on to something that can help farmers farm better because we, we will live to fight and farm another day, no doubt. Uh, integrated farm planning, what does this workshop you've got coming up involve? So we are fortunate that uh, we were one of the organisations that received funding from MPI um, under um, one of their their programs that they are running. Um, And the intent for us is um, to work with farmers that are wanting and and needing ways to run their business more efficiently. And uh, a lot of that is around managing risks, so such as the climatic um, risks that we've been thrown, as well as financial, social and environmental. And by doing it, farmers will... Uh, they'll learn from experts and from their peers um, and be able to pull or develop documentation that reflects their own business in all of those areas that they can share with stakeholders um, associated with their own business. So is this an online thing, Rachel? Do, do Is this learning how to do your farm planning so that it's all in one place online that you can share with other people or is it more just about how you can plan, how you can incorporate the different elements of planning that are required on farm these days for meeting regulation and for other other audit and different things like that um, so that you can all have them in one place and, and ensure that they're all kind of working together. Talk me through what, what I would, what sort of things I would actually be doing if I came to the sure. workshop. Sure. So the, the program we're running is a series of eight face-to-face workshops with experts and pulling um, resources that already exist within um, our industry. And um, I've got the, the task of creating um, additional resources to support that. And farmers will come together 
they'll they'll learn, they'll develop um, their their own plan. So it's broken down into modules. So we'll chunk it down to make it quite easy. And by the end of it, uh, every farmer will have their plan, um, a hard copy. I mean, we all like a hard copy mm. of it, um, and also a um, electronic version. So that could be shared with uh, the farm team, banker, regional council, because it will incorporate a lot of regulatory um, aspects as well. Um, finance um, is becoming uh, more sustainability focused, so financial sustainability, but also social and environmental. So bankers are wanting to know um, what risk exists in the businesses that they they finance. Um, so the electronic version can be shared with, with whoever um, the farm business owner or, or manager wants to share it with and be able to keep it live and current as well. Mm. That's quite an important thing. So you'll be they'll be able to update it and, and it's a living document rather than here is your plan um, and that's it. it. Obviously things change on farms, so you need to be able to update to reflect that. Absolutely. It's a, um, it's a point in time, so... Over time, things will change. What we are expected to do um, by councils or by our meat processes. So some of this is around having a or developing a more tra- or a, a growing um, transparency to how we farm, what we do, uh, and that we'll be able to meet the requirements. Um, more easily, if it's all in one pace and, yeah. and easy to update. Yeah. Okay, uh, Rachel, the workshop is available to wider upper farmers for now. Will it be uh, rolled out more wide, widely than that? Yes, it will. Uh, so as part of um, when we applied for funding, um, our intent was to run it in um, the wider upper Tararua and Manawatu Rangitiki. So we're starting with um, wider upper and we'll move over um, to Manawatu Rangitiki next year. We do hope that we develop a, um, a template and a format that works, that, that could be used in other regions as well. But there are other groups that are doing similar things. So we're trying to resource share as much as we can as well yeah. with those groups. Fantastic. That is Rachel Joblin, Baker Ag Consultant there, and uh, discussing a new integrated farm planning workshop. That is uh, coming up. Some great ideas uh, in there as well. And, of course, Rachel, like everybody, uh, greatly affected uh, uh, by the uh, events of the last week. I still Specs still can't, you know, at this time a week ago, we knew something was coming and we were talking sort of more Northland, Auckland, Coromandel. Uh, we knew that it was probably tracking, but we thought it might be a bit more petered out. But um, yeah, still, still, sort of, still, sort of pinching myself to get my head around it. And, and, and I keep saying it: we ain't, we ain't seen nothing yet. Tip of the iceberg has um, been revealed so far. I just still can't believe it. It seems like a really, really bad dream. Um, yep. I know. I said to Richard on whatever day it was. Now I feel like this week has been a blur. The day before the cyclone was due to hit. Um, He'd gone out the back and he had the presence of mind to open some extra gates yep. so that in case he couldn't get out there. Because we often have slips on tracks. It's not yeah. uncommon, but yep. just not on the scale, obviously, of what we've, we've experienced. Um, so he knows that they have plenty of space and um, they can 
he, he reckoned oh, at least 10 days worth of feed kind of thing. Yeah. And I got home from work or wherever I was and I was kind of running around like a bit of a headless chicken. I was like, I need to fill up some petrol cans and I need to do some baking because we won't have a we won't have the the power will definitely go out, which amazingly yep. it didn't, as I've said before. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was just looking at me like, you're crazy. Um, and I said, are you not worried? And he said, well, what? I can't, what's to be worried about? I mean, the, I can't do anything about it. It's going to be what it will be. Yeah. But, and I just think back to that conversation and you say things like that, but I just think we just had no idea, like the, the comprehension. Even you're having Kate Bryant on the show last week, the flower – the rural oh. florist, you know, up in Gisborne there, and yep. she was talking about staking all her flowers and what mm. the potential of losing everything in the cyclone. Well, I've seen her update, and holy, it, it's scary, it's harrowing. Yeah. And you know, I think she said 95% of their kiwi fruit and um, oh. vineyards and um, just about to be picked. And she, and she still said, and we are one of the lucky, in inverted yeah. commas, lucky vin, um, orchards. Yeah. Uh, I, and I, I mean, I hate to think, I don't think there'll be a single flower left. And she was talking about people um, having to evacuate in the middle of the night because the river burst its banks and, and was rushing through houses and up to what, you know, up, uh, people are up to waist deep in, in water as the river's rushing through their house in the middle of the night and they're trying to evacuate. I mean, it's mm. just, oh, mm. terrible. Yeah, no, it's quite unbelievable. Uh, as we said a week ago, hearing about that lovely idyllic orchards and flowers and everything, uh, what has changed? Well, <clears throat> okay, we'll uh, we'll take a break here on Rex when we come back. And um, I know he'll be somebody who'll have some good insight and some good ideas and uh, will be very empathetic. We're going to talk to our man, uh, View from the Top Paddock. And it's Nathan Guy uh, next on the show.